Good morning, you guys. Welcome to another episode of the Life is Speedy Show. I'm your host, Speedy Shepherd, And today's episode will be about how football changed my life for the better. And whew, where do I even start? You know, there are things that, that you do in life or that come into your life at an early age that will help you, will help catapult your success and career to a higher echelon. And football is something that helped me because it helped me all around, not just with football. It taught me a lot, a lot about life. Now, I'm going to tell you, the start of it wasn't cool. Obviously, I had to learn the game. I had to learn what was, you know, I had to learn all about the ins and outs of the game. And, uh, what are you doing? Um, remind me, guys, I'm driving to work right now. But <clears throat> it all started when I was about eight years old. And uh, I used to have a good friend of mine. He's still, he's still good to this day, but he's incarcerated right now. My man, Richard. And uh, my mom used to, my my mom's boyfriend used to put me around older kids and and people that was older than me because, I don't know, maybe they would help me get tougher. And and plus, I was always the smallest one. So I would be around Rich all the time when I was a kid. And he taught me a lot as a kid. And uh, Rich was like a few years older than me, about 27 now, I think, 26, 24. And, um... Growing up at Aspen Place Projects, we used to have something called Down the Back. And Down the Back is like where all the play- playgrounds were. And um, they used to always play football out there. Like, always tackle, free for all. So that's every man for themselves. So we used to just throw the ball in the air and get it. And you have like a million dudes try to tackle you. And I didn't know nothing about football back then. I'm, I'm keep it honest like I didn't know anything about it I didn't know how to I didn't know anything and um yeah Richard just threw me the ball one time and threw me in a gauntlet like the rest of the guys and being that he was the one that threw the football to me to run he was definitely going to be the one that popped my ass man because when I tell you when that dude hit me I cried. I never felt like nothing like that in my in my life, and I cried so hard. Like, and he laughed. They were laughing at me. Everybody laughed at me. I'll, I'll never forget that. Excuse me. I'll never forget that. And oddly, after that, I did want to keep start. Like I, I kept playing. Like, it would be other days, people would be come outside and be like, yo, come on, Speedy, play. Or they, they used to call me Petey back in the day because that was my name growing up, Petey. And uh, it didn't, Speedy didn't start coming along until I was probably about a junior in college. And everybody just, I mean, everybody knew I was fast, but it just, the name started sticking during that time. It's, it's okay. But, uh, yeah, I, I will oddly, I oddly fell in love with it, and I started. I kept playing, although I did keep playing. I would get hurt. I mean, I would get hit and start crying. Still, 
I was a kid. I, I didn't know how to deal with pain at the time. And I didn't know how to be tough. So I would always play football to help my toughness and build my toughness up. And, you know, it helped. It helped a lot. So the year after that, this was 03. The year after that, 04, was my first year ever playing football. Like equipment football, like organized football. And I played for the Chiefs. And respect to that organization and respect to my one of my best friends, Henry Rose, for taking that for taking that uh, organization by by storm and, and building it up to where it is now. Um I played 04, my first year, I played cornerback. And I wore number five. I remember that. And that same year we made it to the championship and we lost in the championship. But Ever since that year I played football That one year That was my first year I just kept on playing And I fell in love with the sport So 05 The next year I'll never forget They gave me a dookie uh, a, a, a single A one, a full bar face mask basically So you have the face mask Then you have like the The, the line going down the middle of the face mask We used to call that the dookie Dookie face mask or the Dookie helmet, and I had that. I had that helmet. But I promise you that year, that was my. That was when like I noticed. I was like, ah, I got, I got a talent. That I, I got a talent, and a lot of people started noticing like my speed. And even back then, people used to call me Speedy Gonzalez because I was a little fast, little Joker. And I wore number twenty that year, and that year, oddly, I think we made it. I think we did make it to the playoffs that year, that 05 season. And I had got my first MVP trophy that year. And I felt great. The next year, 06, Pop Warner. Uh, played for them. I, I switched my team just to try it out. Now, I got to say, Pop Warner gifted us with a lot of perks and things. So Because I never thought I'd see myself on TV at like 11 years old 12 years old And I was on TV Because We had a halftime show At, at, at the old Giant Stadium And They interviewed th- Three players afterwards And I was one of the players They interviewed And I'll never forget that Even my grandmother said She saw me on TV Before when I was a kid I, I felt great to, You know To do And, and You know 06 I played for Pont 1 and half a season I quit Because I didn't like it That's when I was going To 7th grade I did boxing Now this is This is why I say Football Opens up doors And it can catapult you To things that you never Thought you'd do Because of me being athletic I feel like I could do A lot of things So I tried boxing And, and oh my god Boxing definitely Helped change my life as well It taught me a lot of things About Discipline And working out And staying in shape And that was when I started becoming known as the little the little guy who looked like he took steroids in middle school because I was the most cut up seventh grader or eighth grader that a lot of people have seen. So being that I did that, I did that for a year. Being that when I quit Pop Warner, when I quit Pop Warner, I did a boxing for like half a year, a year, some change. And I tell you, it gave me an edge. It gave me a, 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 it gave me a lot of leverage going into the next season for my eighth grade season, 
which was what, oh, nah, nah, nah. yeah, 07. I, I did, I quit 06 into 07. I, oh, the whole 07 year, I did boxing, and then the next year, 08, that was my eighth grade year, I went back to recreate. I went back to the Chiefs. I went, to, I went back to play for the Chiefs, uh, recreation. And that year, we made it to the playoffs. We lost to Jersey City. Shout out to my boy Dante Bass. He was the quarterback. Um, he was nice to uh, like. Me and him was like the stars of our team back then. They had to watch out for me. I had to watch out for him. And um, that year, I won MVP again. And then that's when, it, that's when like a lot of people coming out of high school. A lot of people knew who I was. They knew I was a good football player. They knew I boxed. They, they knew I did a lot of things. So I had a little, had a little, not chip up my shoulder, but a lot of people watched me. So I had to, uh, you know, do what I had to do. Freshman year of high school, played, played freshman ball. But I, I practiced and I played, I played varsity my freshman year too. Me and a couple other people, my boy Stowe, we all like got varsity burned in practice and in the games too. And, uh, from there, that's when like varsity burn was something I, I loved doing, and you know, I mean not loved doing, but that's when I started being granted to play, at, at you know as a freshman, and then until my senior year, I played football since '04 up until now, and see like it's like times where like because of like the high school I went to, man, we were a losing program, we were. We were misguided in a lot of other ways, and it was crazy. Not even misguided. We had the right athletes. Yeah, we were misguided, if you want to get technical. Because we had the right athletes, but they didn't know what to do with us. So, like, we had the good athletes, but the coaching staff, the environment for us to thrive, we couldn't do it. So, for sake of football, all my all my four years, we were losing programs except for my freshman year. We made it to the playoffs. We were even, we were even five hundred team. We made it to the playoffs. We lost by one point in the playoffs, and then ever since then we were losing the team. Now, I always wanted to. I had dreams of going to the NFL. I think every football player had dreams, but I had big dreams, and a lot of people thought I would make it pro. I mean, technically, I am a pro football player. But, like, I'm not in the big leagues and I'm not making big bucks. I'm not even making bucks on what I'm doing right now. And, you know, overseas is something that I'm trying to strive for. I played football all my four years of high school. Even in high school, I ran, and I also ran track. I did track and field in high school, which was one of the best experiences of my life because I ended up even doing track and field in college when I got to college. And I got, rec- I got recruited to play football in college. I played all my four years at Post University took a little break after my uh, senior season of college because I didn't know what else I wanted to, like I didn't know what else to do like football saved my life in so many ways it kept me out of trouble growing up so it was kind of hard to let something like that go and try to find something else different to do because all you knew all I knew was football most of all, all, all athletes man that's, that's mostly all we know man is just football and that's it we don't know nothing else we're not taught anything else so, like, I literally had to go, I literally went into depression and into a, a dark hole trying to figure out what was the next move for myself because I didn't know any other alternatives for myself, for football. It's crazy. Like, 
I had to figure out, I had to unlearn that football was not the only thing to life. I had to figure out what my purpose was. And that's why I say football helped me figure out my life, man. And it saved me because it saved me in regards to keeping me out of trouble. But it also saved me by, you know, me becoming dependent on it so much that it forced me to figure out my purpose in life. Because chances were and odds were coming out of college I went to, I was not making it to the NFL. Maybe the Canadian League, I could have had a shot. Maybe. And I'm, and granted, like, I, I mean, I'm playing semi pro football now, so I'm somewhat a pro, but, you know, you get my, you catch my drift. So it saved me, man. It helped me. It molded me into the, to the, to the, it, it helped me attain the character or become this charismatic person I am today. It helped me build the character, it helped me build perseverance, it helped me build determination, it helped me build resiliency, it helped me, it taught me about discipline, it taught me about how to fight through adversity in life and how to, you know, go the extra mile to get what you need, get where you need to be. And to this day, like it's still teaching me those lessons. Now I know a lot of football players today who aren't, who still haven't learned the lessons that football taught them because you have you still have people who act sporadic. And they, then they're playing a sport that's trying to help you build discipline and you're not disciplined and stuff. Sometimes people join football teams just to join football teams, not to not to win and not to help one another. People just join for their own personal ego boosters, you know? And I just think that uh, a lot of people sh- who, who are playing football should always should, should use it as leverage Use football as leverage to, you know, help you get to the upper echelon echelon in life, you know? I think that any sport builds character and and also should use, you should use that sport as a, uh, as a, as a platform to, to help you excel in life and help you become successful in different other fields because you can't do sports forever. You can't. But you can also transition to like becoming a businessman or a public figure because of the sports you've done and because of the legacy you left in sports. That's something that a lot of players should focus on doing. You should most I feel like the idealistic thing or the normal thing to do or the good thing for sport, any any sports athlete or big public figure sport athlete should do is after they 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 stop their tenure with uh, with sports. They should become some type of public speaker or advocate for people who did play sports because a lot of athletes need that nowadays. A lot of athletes are misguided and a lot of athletes are are spoon fed from when they're younger to always just depend on one thing. And that's that sport. And they don't know how to they don't know they don't know what to do once life hits them in the mouth when they don't make it to where they want to make it or they don't want to make or they don't make it to the league. We have kids who go to school and don't know nothing in the classroom. I don't even know how to do a work. They don't know how to like formulate a play, a, a, a paper. They don't know how to write a three-page essay sometimes, and it's because of them being so, you know, invested in sports that they don't know how to do anything else. Which I think, in my eyes, should not. It should nothing. It shouldn't be like that. You should at least know how to write a three-page paper. You should know how to, you know, do simple math and stuff like that. You should know how to do things like that because sometimes it, it will apply to you somewhere down the road in life. 
And I feel like sometimes we focus on just sports and that can serve as a big detriment to us. And a lot of black people, we do that. We, we bank on sports and, that, and I feel like it shouldn't, it shouldn't be like that. And that's why I mean like sports saved my life because it taught me how to be open-minded. It taught me how to be, you know, mature for my age. I was very mature at a young age and a lot of people saw that and it just carried through until now. It's the this the the same thing reigns supreme today in my world, man. I, I'm still mature for my age. I'm very ahead of my time. And I and I'm very aware of that. And sometimes like me being like that on a on a team full of like people who don't who are who aren't up to date and aren't up to speed, that can be very discouraging sometimes or it can be very weird because people might look at you different and alienate you in a way where it's like, damn, yo. Am I really that different from you guys, man? Like, and there's some people who stand out who are who who have that trait. But football, man, it taught me a lot in life, and I gotta thank people like Rich, and I gotta thank people like Dad, and I gotta thank people like Ray, and everybody else who pushed me to, you know, to to keep on striving for greatness in football because it helped me a lot, a whole lot. Uh, all my teammates over the years, man. I, I I could go on the list, man. Greg Volpe, you know what I'm saying? Believe it or not, somebody who I really don't see eye to eye with, who, who I didn't see eye to eye with back in college was Jarek Sharp, and that was one of my people who I who I really gravitated towards because the way he carried himself was cool. Me and him was close as hell freshman year. Me him and Philly. Rest in peace to Philly, man. Rest in power to you, my brother. I miss you, man. And, I'm sorry that had to happen, man. And that's why I say football kept a lot of people out of trouble. Philly was somebody who, who was from the streets of Philly, man, and mean streets of Philly. And he ended up getting killed this earlier this year by somebody who I don't know what happened, but it's just like when he was in college, man, he was he was a very one he was one of those people a lot of people gravitated towards and everybody loved because of his style. And he was going for his master. I don't know if he did get his master's, but he was going for his master's and everything. He got his bachelor's. He got killed when he went back home. And that's why I say it, sometimes football can save you. Sometimes it can't save you, man. It was one of those cases, man. You just being in the wrong place at the wrong time or being around the wrong people to help, you know, draw that energy towards you, man, to you getting killed, man. And sometimes it's sad, man. I, I felt bad when I heard the news. But, you know, teammates like him, uh, man, there's so many people I can name. Malik, I'm just naming everybody that I, I ever played with. Malik, uh, Stowe, Dennis, Mark, Mark, <laughs> Brian, all the, Jacob, like, who else? Um, Parker, man, rest of power to him, too. Uh, who else did I play with? Played with so many people. It's crazy. People I'm playing with now, Mike, Blake. Um, unique, Dewan, Steve, like all you guys, like you meet great people doing stuff like this. When you play football, man, you can really, you can really meet great people doing what you do in any field: basketball, football, uh, entrepreneurship, business. Any like you can really meet great people, and I, I feel like throughout my lifetime, I've been blessed with a with a with a great batch of people who I've. Who I've came close to And uh, Football definitely has saved me In so many ways And I'm thankful for the sport Very thankful 
very thankful. Something I want to keep doing my whole life? Hell no, because my body can't take these hits no more, man. This shit hurt. <laughs> Football, definitely, it hurts. It's a, it's a love-hate relationship I have for it. Wow, what the hell is that? It's a, it's a love It's a love-hate relationship I have for the sport. But nonetheless, it's a very humbling and, and, and life-changing sport that I, 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 I love dearly. And I'm glad that, I've, that I'm still here. And I'm still able to play this sport and able to inspire people to play this sport or want to work out because that's one thing. It helped me. It helped me become more open minded to fitness. And now because I'm I'm into fitness a lot, a lot of people come to me, ask me questions. I'll be training people. I give people training guys like that's why I say, man, one thing can lead to another. And it's good to be diverse rather than one dimensional. And that's why I preach to people. Don't just depend on football, though, man. Find out your purpose in life because once you do that part, sky's the limit and a lot of success will come your way. And that's why I say, man, football is use what you're doing. Use your sport platform as a uh, to, to help catapult you into different possibilities and opportunities and, and, and business ventures and stuff like that in life. So. That's my story. That's my little story on football, man, and how it started. And and that's how it go, man. I'm pretty sure football this because the season's not over for me, so I'm pretty sure like after the season is done, I'll be probably blessed with more seeds that is that's that's gonna be nurtured and planted because the grind don't stop. You know what I'm saying? You meet great people from different teams too. You like through your opponents you meet great people and you can build with those type of people that's why i say you got to start using your leverage use what you got around you use your weapons and stuff like that use use what you got around you even if it's people everybody use some everybody use everybody use each other do ever feel ashamed for using people now usually put people put a negative connotation on the word use but i don't i put a great and a positive connotation on the word use because you have to use things you have to use situations and people and to help you because people do it to you too subconsciously sometimes they don't even know they're doing it but it happens but like i said football has definitely changed my life and i just wanted to just you know give you guys the quick story on how like football changed my life and how it started for me because that was very important and uh it still reigns. It still reigns true today in my life, man. And I, I just want to say, you guys, what's today? Thursday. It's ten. It's traffic right now in the morning. I'm on this highway, so I just wanted to, you know, let you guys know about that real quick. And I'm gonna conclude it by saying, you already know the slogan. Life is speedy, so go. Peace and love. Have a great day. Be safe out here. Stay hydrated. Stay warm. I don't even know if it's gonna rain today, but. You know the drill if it does. Get that umbrella and stay out the way. All right? Peace and love, y'all.